Ben Elliott here, and welcome to High Performance Unlocked. Today, we're unpacking imposter syndrome. Now, this is really important because it's one of the most common causes of self-sabotage, one of the most common ways that we hold ourselves back and get in our own way. And this is a really important topic because what I found over the last 14 years is that we face imposter syndrome at every level of success. As we go from one level to the next, one level of pressure to the next, one level of goal to a bigger goal, we're going to face that imposter syndrome again and again. So if you can get some handles, understanding uh, what it is, what causes it, and how you can overcome it, it's really going to be a game changer for you. Welcome to High Performance Unlocked. As a high performer, you know that your personal development is the defining factor of your success and the quality of your life. In each episode, international performance coach Ben Elliott will unpack proven, practical, and bulletproof strategies that he has been using to help unlock the success, the performance, and the mindsets of business owners and leaders from around the globe. So if you're ready to go to the next level, then stay tuned. If you want to get there faster, then visit highperformanceunlocked.com. Now, here's Ben Elliott. Welcome to episode six of the High Performance Unlocked podcast. Today, we're talking about imposter syndrome, what it is, what causes it, and mainly what we can do to overcome it because it is one of the most common causes of self-sabotage one of the most common ways that we hold ourselves back from success, from fulfillment, and from having a massive, massive impact. So what is imposter syndrome? Well, let me read the definition. So it's a psychological pattern of doubting your accomplishments and having a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud or being found out. So it's a psychological pattern. So it's a mindset. It's a feeling. It's something that's in the back of the mind. It's doubting your accomplishments, but it's also that persistent fear of being found out as a fraud or not good enough or not the person that people think you are. And another way of describing it is having that internalized fear in the back of your mind, a fear that everything that you've built is going to fall apart. Just one move or one mistake and we're going to lose everything and everything's going to fall apart. That there is imposter syndrome. So let me tell you three stories. Many years ago, I had this client come to see me, great guy, but we're trying to figure out where is this fear and this stress and this negativity coming from? He'd built this massive business and it was the kind of business in the kind of size that when you look at it from the outside, you think, wow, this guy with the kind of money that he was on, the kind of business that he was running, he would never have another stressful day in his life, but he was you know, having terrible sleep, constantly worried constantly stressed and as we're unpacking things we're digging into his mindset you know what's the thoughts what's the emotions where's it all coming from what are the triggers and as we're unpacking he says something really interesting to me and he says yeah i have this thing that anytime my bank account drops below four million dollars i have a massive panic attack and a massive freak out and i can't relax and i can't sleep and i went okay so wait this is like a cash account he goes yeah so It's $4 million and it's just sitting there in a bank account, not invested in anything, just literally in the bank account, $4 million. And anytime it drops below $4 million, 
I have massive freakouts and massive panic attacks. Now, for most of us listening to this, we will think that that's absolutely loony and crazy. But when you start to understand what imposter syndrome is, then you, it starts to make a bit of sense how someone could have that much fear and that much stress. So his fear was basically at any moment in time, everything could just fall apart. So in his mind, it's smart to keep that much cash on hand, ready to go to be able to pay for tuition and the next X amount of years and pay off the house because his brain is constantly preparing for this worst case scenario. And I said, well, how long has it been like that for? And it's been like that for years, he was saying. So for years, his mind has been stressed, constantly afraid that everything was going to fall apart. And where was all of those mindsets and all that fear and all that stress coming from? You guessed it. It was imposter syndrome. It was that constant internalized fear that everything can fall apart in a moment's notice. This second story or this second example from another client, his mindset was at any moment in time, my peers are going to find me out that I'm not the expert. I'm not who they think that I am. And I've gotten here just because I've been lucky and I've been on a good run. So he was an amazing leader, incredibly hardworking, incredibly talented and super, super smart guy. Uh, but again, there was that fear of being found out. They're going to see that I'm not the expert. They're going to realize that I'm not the expert in my industry. And he was waiting for that moment where one mistake and it's going to expose him as being a fraud or found out. And again, a lot of the patterns for him, really successful guy, but there was that stress, there was that negativity in the back of his mind. And I want to highlight one particular point here. For him, I asked him this interesting question. I said, hey, this stress you're feeling, what time of the day does it start? And he says, well, fairly early on, I went, okay, I need you to monitor it. I want you to notice when the stress first hits you uh, in the first half of the day. So he came back the next session. He goes, yep, I journaled it. And I noticed the stress starts hitting me when I'm choosing what shirt to wear in the morning. And for most of us, that's a really strange point to get stressed at. So we started to unpack, okay, what's the underlying thoughts here that's triggering that stress? And his mindset was, well, uh, it sounds stupid, but the thought going through my mind is if I choose the wrong shirt, I'm going to have a bad day and I'm going to mess everything up and it's all going to fall apart. I'm going to get found out. And that there doesn't really sound logical. But you see, when you have a lot of imposter syndrome, you start to have a lot of superstitious behavior. You have a lot of superstitious behaviors. Him making sure that he was choosing the right colored shirt for the day, it was a superstitious behavior. And where does superstitious behaviors come from? Well, he, his mind believed that he was having that success because of luck. It was luck that got him there, not skill. It was a good run. Things broke in his favor. And that imposter syndrome then was basically saying, hey, if that luck stops or if you take the wrong step, it's all going to fall apart. Now, you might think, okay, that's not relatable to me. I don't do anything silly like that in choosing my shirts. But if you have imposter syndrome, I can guarantee there'll be certain superstitious behaviors that you will do. If you don't do a certain routine the right way, or if uh, you don't have a coffee the right way, or there'll be some sort of superstitious behaviors. And if you have a pattern of those kind of things, and if those behaviors or those habits don't happen and you get annoyed, it's usually because your brain's thinking, hey, I only got to this level because of luck. Things broke the right way. And one wrong move one failure, one mistake, one step 
off the right track and I'm going to be found out or it's all going to fall apart. Yet another example of how imposter syndrome clogging the mind with fear, clogging the mind with worry, instead of focusing on what's going to really move the needle of success, your brain is afraid of everything falling apart. And story number three, when I start working with a client, setting goals is obviously the, the very first thing that we always do. And I was talking to this lady, she was an incredible business owner, really, really smart lady. And when we're talking about her goals, okay, where do you want to take, what does success look like? Where do you want to take your business? Her goals were pretty weak and they weren't really inspiring to her and they weren't really inspiring to me. And I'm trying to like, you know, get some inspiration going here. So I'm like, okay, what is your BHAG goal, your big, hairy, audacious goal? If you could just achieve it, what would that ideal goal be? And she, she was a bit nervous and she, you could see that it was a stressful thought for her that she said, well, if I could have like a million dollar business, that would just be incredible. Okay, what would the million dollars do for you? Well, there's an amazing house that we just have our eye on and all of that. So we unpacked it a bit. But the, the million dollar business was the, the big goal for her. So I said, okay, great. That's what we're going to do. We're going to set the goal of the million dollar business. You're going to do the business side of it, obviously. I'm going to help you with performance, mindset, confidence, and so on. But her response was this, oh no, I could never do that. And just the thought of her having to step out and do what needed to be done to achieve that million dollar business, for example, for her, it was like uh, hiring more people to have a bigger team. She would have had to change her business model, which involved her charging more and kind of like shaking things up. All of those thoughts just produced an internalized fear for her and you can see in her face that she wanted to avoid uh, really pursuing that goal. But of course, we said, no, 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 we're just going to work on the mindsets, give you the confidence, and we have to get rid of this imposter syndrome because that I could never do that type of mentality is a real imposter syndrome, self-sabotaging mindset. Now, I purposely chose three extreme examples just to paint the picture, but this is the real point. For each of those three people, even though they're in different circumstances, different kinds of roles, different career paths, the breakthrough was the same. It was overcome the imposter syndrome and then all of a sudden the results begin to get amplified and the fear, the stress, the worry starts to go, okay? You can't perform at your peak when you're worried. You've only got 90,000 thoughts per day and that is a lot, but if you think about fear, stress, worry, if you're living that way throughout your whole day, 90,000 thoughts, most of those thoughts, let's say 70,000, are going to be fear-based, worry-based, instead of creative, problem-solving-based, positive, opportunistic, abundance mindsets, not mindsets that are confidence that are going to bring out the best in you. So imposter syndrome breeds fear, breeds stress, and breeds worry, and those things do not breed success do not breed fulfillment, and don't breed uh, impact. And once these three people overcame their imposter syndrome, their results literally skyrocketed. So let me ask you, how do you hold yourself back? Do you doubt yourself? Are there opportunities that you don't act on because you don't think you could do it? Do you think that one wrong move or one mistake could make everything come crumbling down and fall apart? Are you just sticking to your comfort zone and what feels familiar? 
or are you really going after what you want? So what causes this imposter syndrome mindset? What causes the fear, the worry, and the stress that really holds us back? We're gonna unpack the three things that I think are the real roots of it, but also they're the same things that we can use to change uh, imposter syndrome. So I will say this, you will need to work on imposter syndrome at every level of success. That lady, just for one example, she was going after the $1 million business. She accomplished that. It took her about a year and a half to two years, I think. And we were working on and off in that time on her mindset. Nowadays, we've connected again. And now she's going after a $10 million business. But it is bringing up some of those familiar feelings of uh, fear. And I couldn't do that. And that's too big for me. But she does have the experience now of having overcame it once. And then it's just rinse and repeat the same methods, the same tools, but obviously doing it at another level. So uh, you'll have to overcome this again and again. So the first cause of imposter syndrome is actually your self-image. The first cause of imposter syndrome is self-image. So everyone has a self-image or a way that they see themselves. And that image can be created by positive events in your life, so successes that you've had, Uh, That self-image can come from negative events that you face, so tough times or challenging events or big failures or big mistakes. Other people's comments uh, can create a self-image. If you've heard the same negative comment from parents or from peers or from other spaces, you can really create a self-image around other people's comments. Uh, And also, uh, your self-image can also be created just by doing the same thing for a long period of time. So if you're in the same job, or you're in the same role for a very long time, you start to see yourself as someone who just does that role in life. So if you've been in a corporate role for a very long time, and then all of a sudden you want to start your own business, that will feel really challenging to your mind because who am I to do that? I've just been a corporate worker, and you don't really see yourself as an entrepreneur or as a business owner because you've been in that role Uh, in that corporate role for such a long time and you've created a self-image or an identity around that role. So IMA, fill in the blank. That's like a self-image kind of statement there. So the main key is this. If your self-image doesn't line up with what you want to do or what you're trying to achieve, you're going to have a lot of sabotaging thoughts. That's the, I couldn't do that. I couldn't achieve that because you don't see yourself as someone who can achieve it. You see yourself based on something else from the past or some other limiting way. Uh, Who am I to start a business? Who am I to be a leader? Why would anyone want to buy that from me? Why would anyone want to be my customer? Why would anyone want to be my client? Why would anyone want to work with me? Why would anyone want to hire me? They're all uh, thoughts that come from that self image kind of challenge. If I go one layer deeper, if you have that kind of self-image issue, but you still are able to get the results, that's when you're going to have that fear of it all falling apart. Why? Because you don't think that you're good enough or you don't think that you're the kind of person who can be that successful. And that's where your brain begins to justify it saying, hey, I was lucky I was in the right place at the right time, caught a lucky break. But because your self-image hasn't caught up to your current level of success, 
that fear of it all falling apart will be in the mind there. So changing that self-image is going to be just a non-negotiable thing for you. Second thing that causes this imposter syndrome is comparison. Comparison. Comparing your ability versus someone else's ability. Comparing how good you are versus someone else. So there's always going to be someone better than you, someone more experienced than you, someone further ahead than you. That's not a bad thing. But when it comes to other people, other people who are further ahead than us, more experienced and more successful, we should be using that as inspiration. So if you're looking at other people, you're following them on their socials, you're seeing what they're doing in their business, their branding, all that kind of stuff. If you're seeing where they are in their career compared to you, that stuff should be inspirational to you. As soon as it crosses a line where it's no longer inspiration and it's comparison, that's where you're going to start to really beat yourself up and really hold yourself back. So some obvious examples here uh, are some business owners that I've met before and they won't run ads on social media. Even though running ads is a really good way of getting business, they won't run ads on social media because they look at their competitors who have a bigger budget, they have a team of experts doing their socials, and they're just a small business, little old me, and they won't advertise simply because they don't think that their stuff is going to be as good as another brand or another company. And it's the same in all fields. You might be an expert in your field, but then you see someone across the pond in another country and they seem to be better, more experienced or further ahead. You should be looking at that as inspiration, but as soon as it crosses that line of comparison, you've got to cut it out. You've got to learn to run your own race. You've got to learn to run your own race. Stop the comparison, run your own race. Get really clear on your mission on your values, who you're trying to be. And once you get solid in that, then you'll be able to celebrate other people's successes, even competitors, and you'll be inspired by others and that will help you push further and you'll be able to stick to your lane. So if you really struggle with this, with the comparison side of things, the the first thing you gotta do is you have to stop following or looking at those people that bring on that comparison feeling until you sort yourself out. Focus on your mission, your values, who you're trying to be. Focus on your lane and stick with that. And the third cause of imposter syndrome, you downplay your results. You downplay your results. That's the mindset where someone might say, hey, you're really good at that. Hey, that's a great win, a great accomplishment. And your response is, yeah, yeah, it was okay. Oh, I was just lucky. Oh yeah, it was fine. But you're always downplaying your results. This is an issue because downplaying your results really messes with confidence. Downplaying your results really messes with confidence. And what will happen in the brain is that you get hit with a challenge or pressure will come along and then your brain won't have any previous successes to draw upon for the courage that you need in that moment. Why? You've talked yourself out of those previous wins. They don't mean much now. When the wins happened, the successes happened, the accomplishments happened, instead of celebrating them, you just downplayed them and then your brain just goes, okay, they weren't that significant. 
And in those moments of challenge and pressure where you need confidence, where you need courage, you don't have anything to draw upon because you've just been downplaying the whole time. So with this, it's obvious that I'm not saying that you should just be cocky because that's not the that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is appreciating and celebrating the wins, the progress, and the accomplishments. Stopping, reflecting upon, and really appreciating the wins, the successes, and the progress. If you don't reflect on those things, that imposter syndrome will be in the back of your mind and it will be getting in your way whether you know it or whether you don't. So here's my advice and my top tips. You've got to work on that self-image. You've got to see yourself in a new way. You've got to see yourself in the right way that's going to be conducive to bringing out the best in you. The second thing, no more comparison. It's okay to look to others for inspiration, but again, you've got to be really clear on your mission, your values, what you're trying to achieve and who you're trying to be. Get solid on that so that way you can run your own race. Stick to your lane so then you can also celebrate others, but you're focused on running your race in your lane. And the third key, stop downplaying your results. Stop downplaying your results. Start celebrating the wins, reflecting on the wins. And that can be as simple as at the end of the day or the end of the week, taking a few moments of just reflecting on what went well, what was accomplished, what progress was made, and start to really appreciate it and be thankful for it. That'll help you massively. So there you have it. That's imposter syndrome. And as always, there's going to be a free worksheet that you can download at www.highperformanceunlocked.com. Highperformanceunlocked.com. And that worksheet will help you retain what you learned and also just give you some more handles around some of those tips and some of those keys. So I trust you got something out of this today. And thanks for joining me. And I look forward to seeing you on episode number seven. You've been listening to High Performance Unlocked with Ben Elliott. If you're enjoying the show, let us know by subscribing and leaving a review. For more information, visit highperformanceunlocked.com.